What's up, y'all? This LP. This is a Sensi fan talking. Welcome back to another podcast. Appreciate y'all stopping by. Make sure y'all click on that link tree. It's a whole lot of stuff for y'all to click on. A lot of causes for y'all to check out. The movement has definitely not stopped. Even though we might not be talking about it as much. It has definitely not stopped. At least not as far as I'm concerned. Click on that link. That link tree. Check out those causes. Donate. Sign those petitions. Black Lives Matter. Check out the anti-racism links. Check all of that stuff out. Um, leave feedback about the podcast. Um, positive, negative, however you feel. Um, basically, I've gotten like two reviews. So, let me know how you feel about the podcast. Um, click on the link. Let me know how you feel. Just go ahead. Let me know. Definitely appreciate all the love and support. It's always love out here. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. I've been checking a lot of good people out. It's 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 been it's been cool. It's been it's been real nice listening to the different styles of podcasts, like all the people just all the different genres of podcasting that's out here. It's been it's been real dope, so Everybody keep doing your thing. All y'all independents out there. Y'all y'all keep doing what y'all do. It's it's been it's been real cool. So I'm I'm really digging this scene out here. So I'm gonna go ahead and get into this. I just basically got one question. Here's my question and then I'm gonna kinda dive into it's it's kind of a personal story. So I'm gonna kind of led you into a little bit of what what shaped me being me and how I feel how I feel so here's my question how much of a fan are you that's my question how dedicated of a fan are you that's the question and, and here's why I asked I've been noticing lately um, on my Twitter timeline. I, I've been noticing this a lot lately. Stuff has been popping up. You know, people have been like coming down with the coronavirus. You'll notice 17 people on a college base basketball team or college football team will pop up with the coronavirus. Or you'll have nine people on a baseball team pop, pop up with the coronavirus. And you'll see the comments on Twitter just heavy like well they can still play well why can't they still play and I'm looking like that's how you feel and I'll notice other people you know talking about social issues you know athletes will be talking about social issues Donovan Mitchell came out with something he was talking about you know Black Lives Matter this that and the third his comments filled up with people like basically shut up and dribble that's basically what they telling them like you know the passive aggressive stuff we we really care about you this that and the third 
but do you really think this is the time and the place? And I'm like, yes, yeah, the time and the place. He has the platform. You're listening. These athletes are more than athletes. They're people. And I've been saying this for a long time. And I've been called a pessimist. I've been called all of these type of things. I've been like, these athletes are more than athletes. And I've been saying this for a while. These fans are fans for as long as their athletes of choice are playing. But if they're not playing, then it's like, what are you really doing for me? I feel like that's how a lot of fans feel. And I feel like this coronavirus has really brought that to the forefront because they don't really care about these athletes safety. It's like, just roll them out here and entertain me because you're not going to get out there and play during this coronavirus. You're not getting out there right now. You wouldn't sacrifice yourself, but you're perfectly willing to watch these players get out here and do what they do during this pandemic. And it's, it's crazy to me. So here's my story. Here's, here's what, what has kind of shaped me. I'm, I'm throwing it all the way back. Um, this was one of my first times going to Riverfront Stadium. I was, I was nine years old. This was, this was like, I'm dating myself, but hey, what are you going to do? This was 1988. <laughs> yeah, this, this was 1988. So my uncle takes me down to Riverfront Stadium. Um, now, I have, fi- I have five uncles. I, I've lost three of them. God, God rest their souls. So my uncle, he, he's one that I've lost, unfortunately. He takes me down to Riverfront Stadium. This was one of the first times he's ever taken me down there. And they're playing a team. I completely forget who the team was. And we're getting into it. You know, we're enjoying the game or whatever. And my uncle, he's never, he was never a Reds fan. And I never understood why. I just thought he hated the Reds. So I'm like, why are you taking me to games? But he would never really explain why. He would be like, you know, let's just go down and watch the Reds. So we're down there. We're enjoying the game. And he's, I wouldn't say he's getting more aggressive as we're down at the game. But he he's getting more upset. He's, you can, you can see him getting agitated. And when my uncle used to get agitated, he would, he would just yell more. You could just, and he was normally a quiet guy, but he's just starting to yell a little bit more and a little bit more. So the game is getting a little, getting a little tight, getting in the later innings. And one of the black players comes up the bat. Um, I think it was Eric Davis. He comes up and he hits a home run. And the crowd goes wild. My uncle stands up and he turns around and he faces the crowd. And he yells at the top of his lungs. He he yells this as loud as he possibly could. 
So, so what? He'll be a nigga tomorrow. He don't, you don't care about him. He'll be a nigga tomorrow. I'm nine years old. I'm looking at my uncle like he's lost his mind. I'm like, what are you doing? And the section that we're sitting in, this is Cincinnati, 88. It's like pretty much lily white where we're sitting at. <laughs> They're yelling back at him. He's yelling back. He, he, My uncle doesn't care at all. He's just yelling back at him like, you don't care about him. You don't care about him. You only care what he's doing right now. You don't care about him. The usher comes down. He calms everything down. And my uncle's sitting there. And, you know, he's calming me down. But he's, he's so upset. So we leave the game. And my uncle's still upset. And this is like, this is my uncle. I This is like my favorite uncle. Like... <laughs> I'm like, you can't tell me anything about this uncle. I love this guy. So I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Why are you so mad? And we get out of the stadium and we walk down to the corner. And he's still rubbing my back and he just tells me, he's like, look. They love him, but they don't really love him. They don't care about him. And that's what he said to me. And that stuck with me. I didn't understand it when I was nine. I didn't get it. But as I got older and as I got older, I kind of started watching how these fans treated these athletes. And I, I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm keeping it a buck. Not just the black athletes. Now, it's happening a lot with the black athletes. But to be honest, it happens with all athletes. If you watch an athlete when he, when there's talk of him getting traded or something like that, all of a sudden it's like <laughs> genuine hate for this guy. He could have done all types of things for the community. Let them be a whiff of him getting traded. Genuine hate. Unless it's somebody like, I can't even think of somebody like it would have to be like a top flight number one athlete it would have to be like a Michael Jordan type guy I mean even when LeBron James left the first time there was pure hate burning of jerseys it was it was crazy and people can say well it was because of the way he left People can say that, but when you really look at it, it's like you look at all the good things that these guys have done, and then you minimize it to, I want to be entertained. What are you doing for me now? And it's it's just absolutely crazy to me when I'm looking at the comment section of Twitter, the the absolute ignorance and I'm like I know it's Twitter I get that it's Twitter I understand that but to be an athlete and to see what we're going through right now in America 
how could you be a fan and not get that? Like, how could you be a fan and not understand that the you're asking these athletes to literally put their health on the line for you to be entertained? Like, there are, there are outbreaks of coronavirus going on that are killing people. Like, there are almost 120,000 people dead from coronavirus. And I'm reading comments that are saying, well, the LSU athletes can still play because the outbreaks that are down there, nobody got hospitalized, so they're okay. That's crazy to me. That's absolutely crazy. So we're waiting for somebody to get hospitalized to take this seriously. Meanwhile, you're probably not sending your kids to school because you're worried about an outbreak. So it's safe for these college athletes to play, but it's not safe for your kids to go to school. So entertainment is cool, but school isn't. Like it's it's just crazy to me. It's it's absolutely bonkers. That's why I, I said this last week on my last podcast. If Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard and Avery Bradley, if they're like, look, we're not playing, I completely get it. I would not be upset at all because some things are more important. Health is more important. This movement is more important. And if some people are like, well, you don't care about basketball. Maybe that's not important right now. Maybe staying healthy is more important. And if people don't understand that, then maybe that shows what's more important to them. Maybe that shows that them being entertained is more important to them. And maybe they should figure out more ways to be entertained. Break out a Monopoly set. (laughs) Or... How about this? Talk to your kids more. Do that. Grab the wife. Talk to the wife. It, it it's just crazy to me. And I've I've been the pessimist as far as this is concerned. I've been saying for a while that I'm not seeing how they're gonna play sports. I, I just don't get it because if my kid was asking if they could play football in this pandemic, like high school football, I'm like, how? These schools aren't even giving out tests. Like, who's testing these kids? Like, seriously? No, you're not playing. But a lot of people think that sports is the end-all, be-all, which is strange for me because I'm running a podcast where we talk about sports. So to hear me say something like that, I'm sure people go like, what are you going to talk about? I'll figure it out. (laughs) I'll definitely figure it out. I just don't really see how endangering people to give me something to talk about is smart. It, It just isn't to me. But as always, feel free to leave your feedback. Drop me a voice message on Anchor. Feel free to find me on Twitter 
that's a Cincy fan talking. No G at the end. That's on Twitter. Leave me a message. We'll talk about it. You can agree. You can disagree. I'm basically just down for the conversation. So hit me up. Feel free to talk about it. Definitely leave that feedback. Always down to hear the feedback. So until we talk again, this has been a Cincy fan talking. As always, life is good. Talk to you when I talk to you. Peace out.